Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to 2022 and welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I hope you had an awesome end to 2021, no matter how you celebrated, whether it was with a massive bash or whether it was more low key and pretty chill. We were on the latter end of that. Uh, We put Nolan to bed at his usual time and then we had a couple of drinks and uh, didn't make it till the ball dropped per usual. We tend to go to bed early, uh, but we woke up feeling refreshed and awesome to start 2022. So, I hope that you're feeling the same way. I hope you're ready to kick some butt this year. I hope you're ready to land that job that you deserve. And this first episode is gonna be focused on a topic that we haven't spent a ton of time talking about. I don't think there's another episode on this. I haven't written too much content about it elsewhere, but that is how to transition from an individual contributor role into a management role with no management experience. So this is the next conundrum that a lot of people run into, right? The first one is trying to get that initial job where they don't have experience, right? And everybody runs into that catch-22 where they apply for the role, they're told that they don't have enough experience, but then they're saying, well, how am I supposed to get the experience if nobody's going to hire me? And the cycle continues. So that same issue rears its head in this situation where people apply for management roles and they have a great track record as an IC, but then the companies or the team say, well, you look great, you have a great background, but you don't have any management experience and we need somebody who has that type of experience. And then you say, well, how am I supposed to get that experience if nobody's gonna hire me into this role? So that's what we're gonna talk about in this episode today. I'm gonna give you three specific ways that you can position yourself to land that management role when you're coming from an IC background with no management experience. So the first way to go about this is to focus on projects that allow you to get pseudo management experience. So when I say pseudo management experience, what I mean is that you are effectively the leader of a team for a specific project. So this could be for a sprint or this could be for a big rollout or anything else that your team is putting together. But if there is a big initiative and there's the opportunity for somebody to take the lead role where you're essentially, quote, managing other people on this team, that is a great opportunity to dip your toe in the water and get some experience that you can speak to, that you can spin up as management experience. So the best way to go about this is to keep your eyes peeled for these types of projects or to try and initiate these projects yourself. So if you think about something that the team could need or something that aligns with future goals and you create a pitch for it and you take it to your manager and you pitch it up and then you position yourself as the quote leader that's going to help execute this project and manage you know, all the cross-functional relationships and teams and everything, that's another way to tee yourself up here. And so what you're aiming to do is get great results, right? You have this big project, you're managing a bunch of people on this team for this short period of time. You get those great results results. And now all of a sudden you can put that on your resume. So you can say that you quote, manage a team of X people across Y teams to deliver Z results. And all of a sudden that's a management experience for you. Now that doesn't quite replace the actual experience of having full-time management experience, but given the background that we have and what we're aiming to do, this is one of the best ways to make our case to that team or to that company for that management position. 
The second way to go about this is to target a company that you're really excited about, that you know you would spend a long time at, and then look to get into an individual contributor role at that company, and then begin working your way up into management. See, if you're switching companies, it is incredibly, incredibly, incredibly hard to go from individual contributor to management, because not only does this company see that you don't have traditional management experience, but then they also don't have the intimate knowledge of your background, right? All they see is what's on your resume and what you bring to the interview. Whereas if you're an internal candidate who's vying for a manager role, the team that's hiring has likely seen what you bring to the table. They've seen how you interact with other people. They've seen how you've been a leader in other capacities. They've seen the results that you bring to the table. So it's so much easier to step up into that management role. But you need to invest the time, right? So we wanna be at a company that we're excited about. So if that's your current company, that's awesome. Uh, You can skip ahead to the part where I'm gonna talk about how to position yourself. But if you're not sure that you're gonna stay at your company for the next two, three years, et cetera, then you may want to shift gears to another company that you're really excited about that you can spend a longer period of time at because that's when you can start executing on this strategy. And then essentially what you want to do is once you get into that individual contributor role or once you start executing this strategy within your current company, I want you to go to your manager and I want you to be very, very clear about your goals. So I want you to say something like, my goal is to be in a management role by this date. So if you've already been working at the company, if you're an internal employee, you could say maybe a year from now or something like that. If you're moving to a new company, it's likely going to be a two to three year time horizon because you need to build up your track record. You need to show what kind of employee you are. You need to generate some results, et cetera. So I would go to them and I would say, you know, my goal is to be in a management role in a year or two years or three years. And I want to talk about the specific actions and projects and experience and results that you need to see from me in order for me to be a no brainer shooter in for that role when it opens. And then what you do is you talk to your manager about that specific stuff. So the first thing that I would think about is what exact experience and value do you need to generate? What results do you need to generate? And then from there, I would walk back into the projects that you can start or the initiatives that you can focus on that will allow you to generate those results. So going back to my example in the first strategy, if they say, well, we need some experience of you managing multiple people on multiple teams and seeing successful results in order for us to slot you into that role, well, you can do what I just talked about where you say, okay, well, we have a big initiative coming up around X. What if I focus specifically on delivering this specific part of that initiative and we're going to need to involve X, Y, and Z teams, I can spearhead that whole project. And now all of a sudden, if you do that and you get the results, you check that box. So basically the bottom line here is that you're trying to go talk to your manager and you're trying to get a checklist so that they say, well, in order for you to be qualified for this management role, you need to do A, B, C, and D. And if you can spend the next year, two, three years, whatever it is, checking all those boxes, now you can come back and say, hey, a couple of years ago, we had this conversation. I've checked all of those boxes now. I believe I'm ready for this management role. How can we make that happen? And it's really hard for them to argue against you in that capacity simply because they were the one who agreed to that plan at the very beginning. They laid out the roadmap. You've checked all the boxes. So your case is very strong and they don't really have a good reason to not help shoo you into that role. 
The third way that you can go about this is looking externally for that experience. So we talk a lot about side hustles on this show, and I truly believe that side hustles are one of the best ways to accelerate your experience. And this is no different. So if you're running a side hustle and you're generating some revenue and and you're scaling a little bit, you're going to be hiring folks, right? You're going to be hiring contractors, potentially even full-time employees, depending on what your side hustle is doing. But managing all those contractors, managing all those people, that is management experience, right? So So for me, for example, when I was scaling up Cultivated Culture, I had my assistant, we had a couple of writers on staff, we had some folks building out our tools, they were developers. So I have, you know, four or five people on this quote team who I'm managing, I'm talking to them every week, I'm making sure we're hitting our goals, I'm making sure that they feel good about the work, that they're incentivized, that they're motivated. And that is all stuff that a manager does, right? So even if you're doing this outside of work, you can bring that internally and say, look, I'm doing this outside of work, you know, I'm already managing these people, managing these contractors. And I think that that transfers very well to management experience because that's exactly what it is. Now, the caveat with this situation is that your company needs to be aware of what you're doing on the side and they need to be comfortable with it. Because if you bring this to the table and say, oh, I'm managing five contractors and all this stuff on the side and your company is not really aware of what you're doing or bought in, then you run into some issues around them wondering if you're going to stick around or whether it's worth investing in you and all that good stuff. So you do need to bring this up with the team early. I recommend if you're going to start a side hustle that you get permission to do that as early as possible. You bring people in because typically people are more willing to buy into an idea when it's just an idea because a lot of people don't follow through on ideas. So it's much easier to do that than it is to try and get permission later down the road after this whole thing is built out. And that's exactly what I did at Microsoft. When I was starting Cultivated Culture, I went to my manager and said, hey, I want to round out my skills as a marketer. I want to get better at content marketing, at copywriting. So I want to start this blog where I'm going to share advice on careers. Uh, Is that okay? And basically I said, you know, I want to start a blog. And that's probably going to be a yes in most cases cases, you know, it was couched by the fact that, you know, don't do this on company time, et cetera, which you're going to hear anywhere. And that's totally fine. And then I started the blog and then I grew it and everybody was aware of it the whole time from the very beginning. So there wasn't really any pushback because I was still delivering on my results in my full-time job. So that's the situation that you want to put yourself in if you're going to leverage this third strategy. So now that we have the three strategies here, which one is best? Well, if you ask me the path of least resistance and the one that's going to help you get into this role fastest and most effectively is going to be the second strategy where you essentially sit down with your manager and you say, okay, I want to get to this management role. Let's create that checklist. What exactly do you need to see from me? And how can we create projects or initiatives that align to that? And if that is at the company that you're currently at, if you're willing to stick out that time frame and then also willing to stick out the next, you know, six months to a year plus as a manager, awesome. But if you feel like you need to get out of there, if you feel like you need a change of scenery, then I would work to get into a role that you're qualified for now because that's going to be much easier for you. And then immediately, once you've established yourself three to six months in, then I would start to say, okay, let me sit down with my manager. Let me have this conversation with them. Let me set my expectations, make my goals known, and then we can come up with this plan. So if you are an individual contributor and you've been trying to make the jump into management, I hope this episode gave you a couple of ideas to think on. Uh, I hope that one of the strategies resonated with you and I hope that you'll take action on it. And I hope that you're going to land that management role. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening and we'll see you in the next episode of the podcast. 